starts now. I've met Rush fans from around the world, and I've met most of them here in Toronto. Whether at concerts, the odd pub here and there, or a RushCon event, Toronto is a place that Rush fans will make an effort to visit. Of course, the city is packed with everything from arts and cultural attractions, sports teams in every major league, to the natural beauty of Lake Ontario and the surrounding region. And many people come to enjoy these things. Then there are some die-hard Rush fans who come to visit the iconic locations featured in album artwork, referenced in songs, or that hosted live concert recordings. Of course, the fact that the band is from Toronto helps, as well as both Getty and Alex still living in the city. So in this episode, we're going to explore the 18 places you need to visit, even if you're a casual Rush fan. Number 1. Pearson International Airport. The flight code is YYZ. And if you're flying into Toronto, this is one of two airports that will serve as your gateway to the city, and a very fitting reminder of what is probably the most famous instrumental rock song in history. Number 2. Queen's Park. This is the historic building that houses the Legislative Assembly of Ontario. Its front doors were also used as the cover shot for moving pictures. Number 3. Massey Hall. A live music venue that has hosted a who's who of performers and was the sound setting for Russia's first live album, All the World's a Stage. Number 4. Pape and Danforth. A movement from Hemisphere's La Villa Strangiato, it's also an actual intersection located in the east end of Toronto's Greek town. Number 5. Maple Leaf Gardens. Once home to the Toronto Maple Leafs, the gardens hosted countless concerts of everyone including Frank Sinatra, The Beatles, and of course Rush. The venue still carries the name even though it has been remodeled and repurposed as a university sports facility and it still carries the memories of that live concert film for Grace Under Pressure. Number 6. Rogers Centre. Although Rush never played in this home to the Toronto Blue Jays, Getty Lee is often seen by fans in the stadium and on sports television sitting in his very own seats located just behind home plate. Number 7. Sam the Record Man. This was once Toronto's most famous record store, known for its two-story-high, neon-spinning record sign. Sam's also helped many Canadian bands through product promotion and display, and Rush was one of the many. The building is now gone, but the sign has been restored and sits atop Young and Dundas Square, the heart of downtown. Number 8. Young Street. It's hard to visit Toronto and not experience Young Street. For decades, the strip was lined with record stores and live music venues, and at one time strip clubs and porn shops, which at least added to the colorful and bright downtown lights. A few clips of Young Street in the 1980s are shown in the video for subdivisions. Number 9. For those who want a bit of a break from the downtown core, consider visiting Port Dalhousie, about an 80-minute drive close to St. Catharines, which is home to Lakeside Park. Not only is it immortalized in the song from Fly By Night, a dedication in the park in honor of Neil Peart will be made in the near future. Number 10. Steve's Music Store. Located on Queen Street East, 
Steve's is an iconic supplier of gear, equipment, and instruments for Toronto musicians, and is cited in several liner notes of acknowledgement in a number of Rush albums. Number 11. Pandemonium Music. This CD and record store is located in Toronto's Junction neighborhood, once famous for its decades-long prohibition of allowing the establishment of pubs and bars. The owner of Pandemonium, who you might meet on your visit, is none other than the skinny guy on the cover of Power Windows. Number 12. Downsview Park. This opened in the early 2000s and was described at the time as Canada's first urban national park. Once home to a Canadian Forces base, the site served as the venue for Molson Canadian Rocks for Toronto, otherwise known as SARSFest, where Rush performed a roughly 30-minute set that included a tribute riff to the Rolling Stones painted black. Number 13. The Orbit Room. Located on College Street, the Orbit Room is a pretty cool place to see some live blues, rock, and jazz. Alex Lifeson has been known to take the stage on occasion, which makes sense as he is a proprietor of the establishment. Number 14. Lee Lifeson Park. This is a more recent addition to the Rush landscape in Toronto. This park is located in the city's North York neighborhood and was dedicated by the current mayor of Toronto, paying homage to Getty and Alex, both of whom grew up in the area. Number 15. The Musical Mural. It's painted on the sides of two high-rise residential buildings on Young Street, just north of Gerard Street. The mural depicts the personalities and performers that once graced the clubs of Young Street. Rush, of course, is prominently displayed. Number 16. SRO Management Offices. The corporate arm that takes care of Rush you might enjoy a visit to see the many certified records on the walls, and might even have an opportunity to meet one or two RSO staff, whose names have been mentioned many times on several albums. Located at Dundas and Carlton, this is very close to Maple Leaf Gardens, mentioned earlier. Number 17. Lamoureux High School. Located in the North York section of Toronto, this is where you might recognize the high school halls of the subdivisions video. And number 18. Many of the old clubs where Rush once played in their earlier days are long gone. The Gasworks and the Piccadilly Tube were important stepping stones for the band. Both formerly located on Young Street, their memories, souvenirs, and related historical information are now housed in the Friars Music Museum, a modest but valuable tribute to Young Street's music scene from yesteryear, located on the second floor over a shopper's drug mart at Young and Dundas Square. And that's the top 18 destinations of the Rush landscape in Toronto. So if you're a Rush fan and you're thinking of a trip to Toronto, hopefully this list will help enrich your experience. And if you're in the area, be sure to look me up. Visit stephenchristiansen.ca for more episodes. This podcast is available through premium streaming platforms, including Anchor, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and Spotify. I'm Stephen Christiansen. Thanks for listening.